Hi, everybody. My name is Jared Milrad. I'm the founder of Movie Karma, and we created Rewriting Hollywood. Welcome back to the show. Uh, as you know, we focus on inclusion, equity, representation, as well as social impact in Hollywood, looking at how the power of story can be leveraged for good and for social change. Uh, and today we have two special guests joining us all the way from France, uh, and they're co-directors of a new Oscar-eligible short film. It's really fascinating, very creative. Uh, a film called Censor of Dreams. Uh, and the co-directors joining us today are Leo Byrne and Rafael Rodriguez to talk about their film, their backgrounds, uh, and the impact and message of the, of the project as well. Um, so Leo, Rafael, thanks so much for joining us and for being on the show. Hey, Jared. Thank you for getting us, for receiving us. Yeah, absolutely. You too? <laughs> Yeah, same, same, same. Nice to have you both on. Um, so let's dive in, uh, Leon Rafa. We really loved your film. Uh, congratulations on the project. So we wanted to start before we dive into the into it specifically to learn a little bit more about your backgrounds and how you came to collaborate and, and become become filmmakers. Um, so Rafael, I wonder if you could start. Um, just give us a little bit uh, of your background and how did you you know end up being a filmmaker that you are today. So, uh, so we both work, you know, uh, under uh, with a crew named Megaforce. It's we are four directors, and so we we do commercial and music videos. Uh, and so, yeah, the the four of us, yeah, we work together for like ten years, more than ten years now. We've been working for more than ten years, and we. Uh, and so one day we decided just to uh, move on a bit and start to do like, uh, to work on a short film because we have the will of, you know, when you start, you do mainly music videos and after you can reach the level that you can make commercials. And uh, after the challenge, you know, you're, well, what is the challenge? And basically, you know, the fiction is the next step. So, so we decided to, decided to start on a, to work on a, on a, on a, on a short film and uh, and uh, and we found this uh, this short story named the sensor of dream and uh, it's by an uh, Japanese author so maybe Leo you want to run you know like uh, keep going yeah Leo yeah uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah it's an adaptation of a Japanese novel uh, by this writer yes Katatsuchi. Uh, and uh, it's it's a writer we discovered by uh, uh, the movie uh, the anime called Paprika. I don't know if you know this this anime. And uh, mm -hmm. so we like this anime and we look for the author. <clears throat> and so that's how we found this author. And then we found a uh, um, a book of novels that he did, like a short stories. And we uh, we found this one pretty interesting uh, for this story. So um, that's uh, why we adapted it. Yeah, that that's fascinating, and I wanted to, I want to learn more about that um, in that process. Did you have you all though? It sounds like you've collaborated both of you on a number of, as you said, music videos, commercials. Uh, Raphael, like, what what is that collaboration like? I mean, it, it, I, from what I understand, we were talking earlier. You meet often. You have you have coffee and lunch, and talk us talk us through what what does that collaboration usually look like between you two? Yeah. Um... Yeah, because you know when you so it's, it's the process is slightly different when you do like uh, some fiction and when you do commercial and music videos, mm -hmm. uh, slightly different. But the beginning is similar in a way that you need to 
to brainstorm, to think about ideas. So we have this habit, you know, like when we work on music videos and commercial, to to be all together. And you know, often when you you have the beginning of an idea or something, and to brainstorm together and to challenge uh, ourselves, you know, and uh, I like that, I don't like it. And uh, actually, that's what was interesting on um, on the short film is that it's an adaptation. Is we we have a text at the beginning. So it's, we were like reading it, talking about it with Leo and thinking, you know, oh, that could be improved. That doesn't work, that works on paper, but on screen, it's not gonna work. So we need to think another way to make it. Uh, and so it's basically being together and thinking about ideas and throwing things and see if the other uh, like it or not. And so this is the way we, we work at the beginning. Uh, it's, this is the same process almost that when you you start thinking about uh, any creative things actually yeah yeah leo and that's fascinating leo what is the collaboration like from your perspective and and how do you how do you start to work together and, and develop an idea like this uh, well i'm working in a collective uh, like megaforce it uh, it uh, it helps a lot to uh, be uh, quite demanding on ideas and concept and not being satisfied with uh, one idea or when we are blocked we can relay on the other and so we challenge all the time every single idea and when we are like doubting about ourselves we are like uh, supporting our, uh, ourselves and when we think we are we have uh, we're having something good we are challenging it because uh, it's it's the way to to get uh, better hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's a really neat collaboration. Let's talk a little bit about the film, Sensor uh, of Dreams. As you as you both mentioned, it's, the film focuses on a, on a team of people who are trying to block their their hosts' painful dreams and memories. It essentially deals with issues, uh, from my mind, of, of trauma and uh, you know our subconscious. It's a really fascinating and and often funny and you know kind of quirky look at uh, and also moving look at at these issues. Um, so uh, so Raphael, talk us through a little bit more about um, you know what message you, you, you maybe wanted to send with this project. Um, I, I understand it was an adaptation as you said. Were you thinking about a specific tone or message that you were going for here? So I, I would say um, so what we find interesting in it is basically the idea of denial. Um, we are always uh, in, dino, in denial because uh, you know uh, the world is quite tough, and so uh, our brain is uh, not strong enough to process all these bad thoughts. So we are all the time trying to deny or like to uh, to make things uh, a bit more easy to uh, to deal with, uh, such like death or losing friends and all that. And uh, the same uh, system is happening uh, actually when we are dreaming. And so it's being uh, um, theorized by Freud and he's calling, uh, he's calling it uh, actually a, a, like a dream censorship. And uh, this uh, short story uh, was uh, an interesting, uh, taking an interesting take on, the, um, on this process during the dreams, basically. Fascinating. Uh, Raphael, I wonder if you want to add to that and um, 
you know, how did you think about, how did you think about uh, the tone of the project? Cause I feel like it could go either very, very serious or it could be, you know, comedic. And I feel like you struck a nice, maybe nice balance between the two. Yeah, but what is interesting, you know, this, this kind of uh, topic about uh, denial uh, I was talking about, uh, it's, uh, you know, it's something really, uh, something we, it's a topic you see a lot in, uh, in movies in the future. And uh, in what is interesting in this short story and this short film the, is to treat it in a surreal way. And so we talk about all this concept, about all these things, but in, yeah, in a, in a way that it's like, uh, it's not usual, it's new, a new way to, see, uh, to treat this kind of, uh, of ideas and concept. And uh, I think it makes this short film, it's, that makes the film interesting actually, yeah. And yeah, different. and in terms of tone, we, 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 felt, we felt it was quite interesting. Uh, we always like to play with the tones. Uh, we think uh, it is quite uh, surprising to, uh, to treat uh, a, a deep and uh, painful subject somehow, but uh, through the prism of different tones. And so that's why we, we tried, what, which is quite difficult in a short film because it is a short amount of time to play with different emotions. But what we try to deal with is to start uh, with uh, something quite mysterious and having some dark humor in it. Uh, and then to have like a, a slow change uh, through the film and going uh, to, towards more something more melodramatic uh, in the end. And almost yeah. like, oh, oh, almost like mm -hmm. a bit like... Mm -hmm. Yeah, with some tones of, some tones of uh, J-horror, uh, you know, like Japanese horror mm -hmm. films. Like we, uh, we find it's quite interesting to play with all these influences and having uh, something quite uh, eclectic. Yeah, it was eclectic, and I think it fit this world of, um, you know, we haven't seen before, and, and this, these folks who are trying to manage these people's experiences and these dreams, and, and also just the quirkiness of that uh, came across. Um, I, I wonder, too, how you think about the cross-cultural elements of the film. As you mentioned, it was adapted from a Japanese story, um, and obviously, we, we all dream, you know, um, mammals dream as well, their species dream, we, we know. So I'm just curious what you think about from, our, from a human perspective, the cross-cultural experiences of dreaming and, um, and the different experiences and different things that we, we go through when we dream. Like, were you thinking about that as well as you develop this project, how to make it you know, globally relevant for people who are watching? You mean if it's if it's a bit universal you mean the way the, uh, yeah the universality of dreaming and i and i was struck by i mean obviously you have people of different ethnicities in the film different backgrounds um yeah. it's something that we all go through yeah it's true because the film was shot in uh, in ukraine for instance you cannot mm. see it because it's like it's uh it's a, a surreal world but actually this place it's an administration shot in ukraine hmm. uh, and you know the the, the 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 actors you know the main actor is french uh yokush is japanese and uh, the uh, yeah the, the assistant is french and the other one is uh the first ad call him is english so it's like we have like yeah different influences but i think it's uh it's maybe because you know we uh when we we used to do like commercials and music videos uh, all around the world we think we have this this yeah this universality you know the way and the influences are, are coming from everywhere you know in uh, 
in the, in this film. You know, we are, I think we are, and basically, you know, dreaming for us, it's definitely something that uh, everybody dreams in, uh, everywhere in the world. So, and we, I think we don't, we don't want, we are not this kind of director that wants to, or film looks like, I don't know, like Nouvelle Vague, or we, we like this idea of having something that could be, could be made by anyone in the world, it says, you mm -hmm. know, like, yeah. There, there is something uh, quite interesting. Like when, when we read the story, we felt like it was universal because we all have to deal, to deal with uh, um, some difficult uh, thoughts and some traumas uh, at different levels. Uh, but the short story uh, was a little bit, uh, in the examples, was a little bit specific to the Japanese culture. Uh, so we had to adapt and change uh, the trauma, basically, to make it more uh, universal somehow. So we, we came with this idea of a swimming pool and a, and a birthday party and all. Uh, but, uh, but otherwise, like, we didn't want to be specific to any country or particular culture. So we, we try to be quite, quite open. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it was really cool. It felt like its own world and it did feel really universal in, in its relevance uh, to any, anyone watching. Um, I was going to ask too about the, that issue of trauma, Leo, that you bring up. Um, you know, I wonder if there's something that you took away or, or you know, learned even about trauma um, from making this project and how we process it, or as you said, Leo, earlier, we deny it, we don't process it, uh, especially from our childhoods or from our past. How do you think about trauma um, and did your view on it change, you know, in the process of making this film and, and learning about dreams and our subconscious it's a little hard to talk about it without spoiling too much so i don't know okay. if this show is supposed to be okay. uh, seen by people who watch the film or not yeah uh, but uh yeah like the, the thing is like yeah we we try to find a, a trauma that that is quite simple and uh and sure. easy to understand and also quite visual because there is a sort of reveal that explain uh this trauma and uh, and so we we look for something quite quite visual yeah Hmm. Rafael, do you want to add to that? What are your thoughts about yeah, Twilight? Yeah, no, no, it's, it's, it's hard to start without talking about it. So yeah, about it specifically. So it's better to keep the surprise for the, the spectator. Yeah. Yeah, sure, sure. And of course, yeah. just asking more generally on on uh, on the issue of traumas. I think it was really interesting how it uh, it weaved into the into the film. And I think there's obviously. You know, a lot of people spend their lives in therapy or, you know, trying to work, work through yeah. traumas they go through. Um, cool. Well, let's talk a little bit about, uh, you know, issues of, of equity, inclusion and, uh, and diversity in cinema. It's something that, you know, it's an issue that we work on through our nonprofit organization here in the U.S. And I uh, work with a lot of global filmmakers to try to make the industry more inclusive and provide more opportunities for new types of stories to be seen on screen. And so I wonder how either or both of you think about that issue of making Hollywood more inclusive and, and representative. Do you have any thoughts on, you know, where the industry is or where it should head on, on that issue? I don't, yeah, and we can start, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah I would say like, definitely like we, um, we think it's, uh, it's important that uh, the films become like, become more inclusive for sure. Like in our commercial jobs, actually we've been uh, doing this a lot, especially in the commercial we did uh, for uh, uh, Nike in London called uh, Nothing Beats a, Long a Londoner. 
but the during our whole our uh, shooting process and casting process and on we try to be uh, pretty inclusive but uh, also we are we want to cast um, just uh, the best people we see when we are doing a casting you know we just open the casting and go for for the, the best people we see you know uh, and for instance uh, the role of uh, Yoko Higashi happens to be an Asian woman but we were not looking for an Asian woman specifically we were looking for uh, the woman that would uh, act the best uh, for this role and uh, uh, and somehow we, we found her and uh, found that it, it uh, brings the film to a, a very interesting place and so we, we felt in love with uh, with her like being this character and uh, it changed quite a lot the our way of writing the ending for instance she's a, yeah she's uh actually in the re reality she's uh she's an actress but she's a, a dancer too so she is the way she moves uh because you know when we were in the script you were supposed to to have some dialogues here and uh when we were doing we were doing the, the casting we discovered that it was a bit too much a bit like too obvious uh, the girl saying, you know, talking about our trauma, let's say, you know, like, and uh, and so we we discovered yeah, Yoko, and actually the this dance she, she does is come from Japan, so she has she bring all this culture and the way she moves when she walked toward the the main uh, the main uh, character at the very end to the, towards the sensor, the way she moves, you know, it's it's replaced with this. We thought it can replace the text actually you know it makes the same job but visually so actually it's a, in, in a, it's an example of how some some culture like coming from another country can you know like tell something differently too so this is uh, really interesting yeah yeah it's fascinating that's so true that you can those subtleties really do come out on screen and the cultural differences can be much more fascinating to viewers than the, than casting a you know folks of the same background um, that's really that's really cool. I was gonna uh, ask about what's coming next for you both um, because it's you know it's you have a varied background music videos and commercials as you said, and then this short film which is obviously doing very well and Oscar eligible now. So are you thinking about your next project together, or what are you, what are you thinking about doing next? Uh, we're actually both uh, developing our own feature film project um aside but uh, we are still keeping this um, uh, collective um, energy by uh, sharing uh, our own ideas uh, on each project and so we are like keep keeping this uh, dialogue and this conversation uh, the two of us but also with the other from the from the megaforce crew we, we feel it's uh, we have to keep this uh, um this energy of being a collective and and to challenge each other by sharing our, our ideas yeah and we we don't know maybe in the future we will have a project have an idea that makes sense to direct the the, the two of us and or the four of us let's say so uh it's like uh yeah it's as leo was saying you know it's better to keep the things flexible and open and uh and it's it's super great you know it's but we were saying at the beginning, you know, you have this chance, chance to share share ideas, to brainstorm with the three uh, other brains. It's really uh, it's incredible. So it's a great opportunity. So it's it's really important to keep that here. 
love that. Yeah, it's so cool that you have that collaboration and keep keep that going. That's really special. Um, before we close, if you'll if you'll indulge us both, we do something called rapid fire questions. These are just quicker, shorter questions we get to ask and see what comes to your mind. Um, and and the first one I was going to ask you is just around um, dream, actually the topic of dreams because the film's about dreams. Just curious, is there a dream that either of you would share that you've had recently or one from the past that stands out? Maybe it's particularly quirky or or something that you want to share. But, um, I don't have one especially, but uh, I dream a lot of architectures, a lot, a lot. I'm lost mm -hmm. like big buildings with a lot of doors and stuff. So uh, my dreams are really visuals. So I'm really like visual and about visual and feelings and stuff like that. So I think, yeah, it can have an impact on the, the way we direct, obviously, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, sharing dreams is really personal, and I don't know if it's really interesting, but uh, last night I had a dream that I was uh, on a stage of a famous uh, um, a singer, uh, she's called uh, Angel, I don't, I don't know even her so much, but I don't know why, and I was uh, in the choir, so I was, I was thinking, singing with a friend, but uh, I didn't know the lyrics, so <laughs> I no, just improvised, and it was terrible. That's so I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah, not sure of the meaning of that one. That's cool. That you but got somehow, to... like, uh, that, that's why also we like the stories because uh, it has um, mm -hmm. uh, the original story as an interesting uh, take on why the dreams are weird. And basically, those dreams are weird because they are censored and because the truth is too hard to understand. So uh, there is a sense of changing everything so we don't understand anything. So it's more like, quiet for our mind you know what i mean right so you don't you don't you don't see the truth of what you maybe don't want to feel yeah. or see yeah interesting um do you have either of you have a, a, a filmmaker that you really admire either living or or not or not living uh someone that inspires you film wise i see a lot <laughs> many anyone many. anyone you want to call yeah, it <laughs> it's always really hard to answer this question you know like it's so difficult I don't know. Like there, there are so many. Uh, um, maybe I would say that recently I had the chance to uh, to see uh, the last uh, Paul Thomas Anderson, Icarus Pizza, and I was really amazed by it. Uh, it's so lighthearted and uh, deep at the same time, and I can't wait to uh, rewatch it. Really cool. Yeah, good answer. Um, and the last question I had for you for you both is. Um, if you could travel back to any period in the in, in the past, any time in history, um, curious who you'd, who you'd want to share a meal with, or what time period you might want to go to in the past. <laughs> can you come back? Yeah, you can come back. Can yeah, you can, back. no, you can visit yeah, you unless can, you really want to stay. stay. No, yeah, unless you want to stay. Come back. Yeah, yeah. Stay. Uh, I'd be um, I'd be pleased to see Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I had the, the same. Uh, I will come back there, around there, around zero. Zero, okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh. a, a lot of stuff happened. You know, you have the Greece is, you know, the Greece uh, Republic is not really there anymore. It's mm. a empire is there. I think it's something fascinating. There is a cross of a lot of culture this moment, mm. and just as Leo, uh, like as Leo said, just to check. Just to check <laughs> it. <laughs> Is this true? Oh, no, it's not happened like that. No. 
<laughs> that's awesome i love that um well good it was great meeting you both again the film is sensor of dreams it's oscar eligible now for the 2022 academy awards in live action short films uh, again our guest today leo byrne rafael rodriguez it was a pleasure having you both on the show congratulations thanks so much for for joining us thank you thank, you. thank you